Hi friends, my name is Jenna, one of the three voices you'll hear on this podcast. I have worked in the wedding industry for five years and I can't wait to share all of the advice, tips, and tricks you'll need, and even better, alongside two amazing other industry professionals. Whether you're a newly engaged couple, a wedding pro, or just want to have a laugh, we're here. Now who's ready to pull back those curtains and have a glimpse behind the party? Hi friends and happy Tuesday. Today I am joined with Amanda and we're going to be keeping it light and fun. Are you excited, Amanda? I am so pumped for this episode. It's going to be really entertaining and hopefully a little educational. Yes, I'm so excited. So today what we're doing is we're getting in the depths of Reddit and we're going to read Am I the Jerk subreddits. I don't know what to call Reddit things. This is all well, your <laughs> These are all things that like my husband it, like loves Reddit and will like tell me all of the funny subreddits and stuff like that. So I might not be up to par with my lingo. <laughs> I well Jenna had to completely explain to me what this whole scenario was because I don't know anything about Reddit, but I think it's hilarious and also it's like real life stories that people are sharing trying to figure out like were they the jerk in the situation or was the other person so especially for people in wedding planning it can be very helpful to know like ooh, don't want to do that or oh that makes me think i should do xyz so i love this this was actually all jenna's idea so i have to make sure she gets her props um <laughs> but it's also just a good lesson for anybody who wants to hear some funny stories Yes, it'll be fun. It's like, I think that it's going to be all the extremes, but we haven't really, we haven't read any of these yet. So I'm excited to be able to discuss it with you, Amanda. I think that it's going to be so funny. I know real time responses. Everyone's going to hear us processing these. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And they all, I, I didn't clarify this yet. They're all related to weddings. So it's right up our alley. (laughs) A very behind the party. Yes. Awesome. So do you want to kick us off with the first one, Amanda? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, So the title of the first one is, Am I the Jerk for Having a Dress Code for Our Wedding? Jenna, what are your thoughts on dress codes? Well, yeah, at first, just from the title, I would say, no, you're not a jerk for having a dress code. Um, I think yeah, that I, I th- it helps people out a lot. I think that I freak out more whenever it doesn't say like what type of dress code you're going for on the invitation. Even if you are okay with more casual, I like to see that on the invitation because I freak out about what to wear. <laughs> if I'm scared that I'm going to come shown like showing up in the most formal dress there, or I'm going to show up and be way too casual. So yeah, give your your guests some direction is always good. Although uh, last year I was invited to a wedding and the invitation said formal. And I was like, perfect. But then the wedding website with the, all the details said semi-formal. And I was like, these are very different things. <laughs> yes. So, but I knew it wasn't jeans. So I was good. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and read it now. Am I the jerk for having a dress code for our wedding? 
Here we go. Hello, everyone. We, a 29-year-old male and 24-year-old female, are getting married this September. Up until recently, everything had been going to plan and our months of hard work planning had been paying off. The issue lies in the dress code. We have been clear from the beginning that this is going to be a white tie event. So, of course, there are strict rules attached to that. Okay. They let everyone know. I like it so far. One thing we are really looking forward to is our wedding shoot. We have spent a large amount of our money on a photographer who we hired after weeks of research, shopping, and recommendations. Oh, shopping recommendations. Sorry, guys. The photographer is highly, highly sought after in our area, and we were lucky to book him last year in advance. So naturally, we're taking this seriously. We have been clear from the very start that the dress code will be fully enforced. The invitations we sent explicitly told our guests what we'd be expecting from them. White tie, no unnaturally dyed hair, no visible tattoos or piercings. That's a tough one. Okay. Uh, (laughs) It's taking a turn. Um, And okay, it goes on. And that they were free to decline the invitation if they had a problem with this. We also sent everybody who RSVP'd a reminder over email several weeks ago repeating this instruction. That seems a little intense to me. Uh-huh. Um, I, oh, okay. Let's keep going. This was going fine until one of our mothers recently posted a Facebook picture of a cocktail-style dress that she wants to wear on the day. Of course, this is not included in our dress code, so we informed her right away that the dress would be unacceptable. Uh Uh-oh. Another woman, a family friend, asked if she could bring flat shoes to change into after the ceremony. And again, we directed her to the white tie instructions. Oh, no. Unfortunately, this has caused a lot lot of unnecessary (laughs) drama throughout both of our families and even some friends. Both sets of parents, cousins, some siblings, and many more people have messaged us privately to ask us to relax our dress code and allow them to be flexible. This isn't happening. So we just pointed to our white tie only policy and told them to accept the role. They accepted the roles when they RSVP'd. Oh, that's not good. In our opinion, while wearing knee length dresses and suits rather than a tux might be appropriate for day to day life. Oh, they will doubtlessly <laughs> look out of place at a wedding that's supposed to be fully formal. We are hosting a private event where we are able to set the rules. That's true. Having been to other weddings over the years, we have fully complied with the wishes of the marrying couple, and we do not see why other people should not give us the same treatment. Since we made this clear, we've been called jerks by people around us. However, in our opinion, this is our wedding, and we've been clear about our preferences all along. We have even told our guests that if anyone has a problem with this, they are free to drop out, even though we will still be paying for their seats now and they do not need to attend. Am I the jerk for having a dress code at our wedding? Uh, um, for having a dress code? No, but it sounds like there's a whole other box of situations here that yes. maybe they cross the line. I agree. I think I'm having a lot of feelings over here because at the... I always want to like advocate for our clients. So if we had somebody in this position that they wanted something extremely particular and they wanted, they had this vision of what everybody would wear. um, I want them to be able to get that. But at the same time, I think that it's very fair or unfair to not 
allow people to have their own personality show and like especially the unnaturally dyed hair visible tattoos and piercings those are all things that are a person's I don't know that's that's weird to me well I mean your hair and your tattoos like that is just that's part of you that is right literally your tattoos aren't going anywhere so that's just like uh, yeah, I don't know. And I've I never taken my nose. I've never taken my nose ring out like for anything. Oh, like, nose rings are finicky too. <laughs> they fill in real fast. They do. I had a friend who had to take one out for a surgery one time, and it closed up within her surgery. Like it, and she had had that's it for bad. years. So I mean, that's just really weird to me. Yeah, my thought process is is this. Stand firm on the formal attire and the color. Like, yeah, that makes sense to me. But making people change their their hair. Like, nowadays, it's very normal for people to have a natural hair color all the time, like consistently. So if you have a friend who hasn't had natural hair color for like two and a half years, you're asking them to change themselves to be there. And I think that that crosses the line. Um, and that's just not, I just don't think that's appropriate. I think that having more control and we've, we've talked about this before over like your wedding party, especially since you're literally picking out their clothes for them to wear is a little different than applying it to all your guests. And if you invited, it sounds like they invited a large group of people just based off like the list of people who have asked them to be flexible. Um, right. Maybe they should have gone with a smaller, smaller wedding. Right. Well, and I will say that the one thing that I'm siding with them on is the fact that they're like all along, they've said, if you're not okay with this, then feel free to like not attend. So at least they're not putting people in a very difficult position, I think. Like, they're trying to be, like, I know that this is a lot to ask for, but so, like, if this isn't going to work out for you, please don't feel bad. I'm glad that they're at least acting like that because I have heard situations where people are like, sorry, you have no choice, you have to come, but you also have to abide by my rules. Yeah, it sounds like they started off going about it the right way. They let everyone know on the initial invitation. They were very clear about what it meant. So it's not like they switched it up on people and they've really stood by that. I think I think allowing a guest to change their shoes between ceremony and reception is not a big deal. Yes. Also, there are some safeguards that I would recommend if this was our couple to be put in place. I love that they let everyone know that it was going to be fully enforced. And like you said, gave them that open window of like, listen, if you're not okay with it, you don't have to come. Like, there you go. Um, but if I were their planner and I, or the, I was working this wedding, I would say, let's have a signed seating, but let's go ahead and put some tables in the back corners if you're that worried about it, where if they're not, if they're very obviously out of your dress code, we can just have them seated there and adjust and they won't be in your dance floor pictures and they won't be like the center of the room attention and you'll be good. And also they're like, it's your wedding party. That's going to be the majority of the pictures. So make sure your photographer knows if someone is obviously out of 
at a place, if it's that important to you, tell them to not take pictures of them. Right. And I, I mean, how, how often do you look at pictures of like, just your guest from your wedding? Do you, do you do that a lot? Um, like not just, really. Like I like where looking me, at like the, I like looking at like the dancing photos of guests. Oh yeah. I love the dancing photos of guests. It's super fun. Um, but outside of that, most of the pictures have either me, my husband, or like our parents with family members. So it's not like they just go around taking a bunch of random pictures of your guests all night long. Right. Usually it's like your maid of honor giving a toast and your guests are all behind her. Right. Yeah. So I guess, yes, you do see. I don't think that I've ever noticed what type of shoes people are wearing. But Mm-mm. I and and that to me is very unfair because there are also people who can't wear high heels. Like I know that my um, grandmother really struggled with that her whole life. Like she was a really good basketball player growing up, and she had messed up knees and she wasn't able to walk around in high heels. Like starting in her late thirties, early forties, so if she was invited to a wedding like this, like she would seriously be so uncomfortable um, having to wear high heels because it sounds like they can't even wear. I, I didn't even, I've always thought that flats were also included in like nice, a nice pair of flats. Aren't those included in a, um, no, when you're talking about this formal, you want to picture like you're going to a gala like a red carpet event. You don't you don't wear flats and stuff like that. Okay. But that's why yeah. I mean that, let her let into the, them, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Let the woman bring some flats to change into once dinner starts. Yes. I agree. I don't know. I think are they a drag for having a dress code? No. It sounds like they went about it mostly the correct way, but it also seems like they definitely our toe in the line and could have made better choices yes well and it looks like everybody else agrees that they are the jerk so they have been voted the jerk (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny okay let's get to the next one jenna do you have one to read for us yeah um let's see all right i will read Am I the jerk for not paying for my daughter's wedding because she invited my brother and his family? Hold on. (laughs) I'm a little confused by the (laughs) title for not paying for my daughter's wedding because she invited my brother. Okay. So this is makes sense. Okay. So dad doesn't want to pay for daughter's wedding because uncle's invited. Daughter invited uncle. Got it. Okay. Oh. So I'm 46 male. Um, My brother is 48 male. When I was 20, my then girlfriend cheated with my brother. I was heartbroken and pissed. I, I told him he is no longer my brother, despite my request. My family didn't cut him off. So I told them that I will never again be in the same place as he is. If they wish to invite both, then they should just invite him as I am the one giving the one giving ultimate. I'm, I'm guessing that that's supposed to be ultimatum. Um, yeah. My daughter is getting married in spring next year. In our culture, both parents are paying for the wedding 50-50. Unexpectedly, my 
daughter sat me down and told me that she will be inviting my brother and his family. He married my cheating ex. Oh, apparently she was seeing them for the last four years and built a relationship behind my back. She even wants her cousin to be some kind of flower girl. I was upset. I told her what my boundaries are, and if my brother is invited, then I will not pay my part of the wedding. She became angry and told me it's time to let go of the past. I told her it's not her call to make. We argued some more, and she told me I'm making her wedding about myself. I told her I will probably not even attend it, attend, so it will be all about her. She left crying. My ex-wife called me screaming and told me I am a, am a huge jerk and our daughter is crushed. Then my parents called, same thing. I told them off and now I'm ignoring their calls. My girlfriend told me to reconsider and apologize that by not paying and attending, I will break relationship with my daughter. I don't know. I think my boundaries should be respected. Am I the jerk for that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. This was this was someone you dated when you were at an age in your life where you probably dated a lot of people. What your brother did was totally wrong, but you've been married, had kids, have a family. Now you have a girlfriend and you're still hung up on this ex situation. Yeah. That's that's weird. I don't think that's normal. Now, I think he has every right to be mad and not trust his brother or not want to be around them. Like, that's fine. But this is an extreme. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's really sad to put your daughter in that position also. Um, that's that's really messed up, I think. Um, I, I think that you can set aside. Yeah, exactly. She's the one trying to, like, help him out. Um, yeah, I I 100% agree. I think, you know what's weird? This person was actually considered not the jerk. And I don't see how that could happen. <laughs> I don't think he's the <laughs> jerk in this situation that he's upset with his brother. I, but I do think that he's the jerk whenever it comes to putting his daughter in that position because... Even if he doesn't want to pay for the wedding, I don't think that that's the biggest part of it. I think that it's that he's not attending even. I was I was going to say the same thing. I don't think the money should be part of it. And maybe maybe for him it is. And if so, then that's a different situation. But if the daughter is upset that he refuses to be there because of this, then yes, that does make him the jerk. He doesn't have to pay. Right. Like if that was his his stipulation like you I think when you are contributing financially especially covering 50% of a wedding you can have a couple like yeah I'll do I'll pay for half of it but here are like here are my rules like okay as long as they're reasonable and if one of the rules is if you want me to pay like I get to be part of the guest list and the only part of the guest list I don't want is this person invited like I mean, I, I don't think that's horrid, but trying to use your money and not being at your daughter's wedding and listening to her wishes on her wedding day, that, that makes you a jerk. Right. And it was whenever they were 20. <laughs> I'm, I might just be... <laughs> 
I'm, I'm not condoning cheating at all, but they are double that age, like over double that age at this point. I feel like you've lived enough life for you to not. Listen, <sighs> I agree. I cannot imagine being hurt from like a sibling. Yes. Like, yeah. Like I get it. But again, that shouldn't affect your relationship with your daughter. You should be a little bit more mature than that. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that they I think that they're being a jerk. I disagree with I the think majority so. part of the community. I was trying to read comments <laughs> to see why they're saying like they don't think that he's the jerk, but yeah, I can't I find know. like I can't find the other side of it. That's so funny. Do you think so, we have time for anyway. one more, Jenna? Yes. Okay, cool. I've got one. Um, title is, Am I the Jerk for Threatening to Leave My Daughter's Wedding Because of Her Rules? Oh, Yikes. So <laughs> here we go. It says, my 48-year-old male, so the dad's 48, daughter, 26 years old, wedding was yesterday. She moved back to our home state of Utah with her fiance after living in Boston for college and dental school. She does not seem happy to be back here and said she only moved back because her husband, who's 28, company transferred him here. She knows that in our area, families run large. She is one of three kids only because my wife, who's 47, do they have to put ages in here? No. I don't Sometimes know why they're doing it. Sometimes it makes sense why they do it. Like in the last one, I was like, okay, that makes sense because now we can see how long ago... <laughs> this was that's true this whole thing is filled with ages (laughs) yeah yes um okay so anyways the daughter is one of three kids only because the wife became sick after our youngest but it's not uncommon to have families of eight when my daughter started planning her wedding she started worrying about the venue capacity and having to spend money on babysitters for couples with small kids on the list, she made it clear that she could not accommodate kids for or under at the wedding. That caused a lot of ire, and we got phone calls asking why. My daughter's rationale was that she thought older kids would enjoy the party more. My daughter's younger sister, Ashley, who's 24, has already been married for two years and begged her sister to invite her husband's brother and his wife to the wedding as well. So sister of the bride, and I'm I'm totally just saying this to help everyone yeah. know who we're talking about. Sister of the bride's name is Ashley. Ashley's brother-in-law and his wife have five kids. Four of them are under the age of four. When they RSVP'd, they indicated they would only be bringing the eight-year-old daughter. Okay, cool. They're following the rules. I know that Ashley, sister of the bride, husband's brother... <laughs> Ashley's brother-in-law knows the family. He funded his – oh, my gosh. This is getting confusing. So (laughs) the brother-in-law, who's only bringing the eight-year-old, funded the bride's uncle's business and employs sister of the bride's husband in a job that allows the sister of the bride and the husband to be full-time parents with their kids. However – That side of the family took a while to warm up to Sister of the Bride as they are very wary to newcomers. Okay. That was a lot of backstory. Yes. So 
the brother-in-law was invited and is, is following the rules, it sounds like. And he was invited because he is an integral part of the, that family. Got it. So day of the wedding comes. Everybody arrives with the kids that they RSVP'd for. And then Ashley's brother-in-law arrives early and brings all five kids. The nanny that they have for their kids is not there. The bride is angry when she hears of this, and their explanation is that their younger kids were upset and they wanted to be in the wedding pictures too. An argument ensues where my daughter says they had on-call nannies and just for whatever reason decided this was the event they didn't want to leave their kids for. I look over and Ashley, sister of the bride, is getting upset and her brother and sister-in-law won't budge. The toddlers are getting anxious and starting to cry loudly, and I finally tell my daughter, the bride, to just let them in or we'll be here forever. She asks why I was taking their side, and I finally say that she either lifts this child-free policy for family or just cancels the wedding because I was done with her roles and leaving. So my daughter says, really, dad, way to take sides and storms off. There is a minute where she was considering walking down the aisle with her future father-in-law instead of me. She ended up relenting, but says her wedding is marred by this event. Am I the jerk? I was afraid this would become this huge standoff and Ashley would face ire from her in-laws. Mm-hmm. Interesting. There's a, That's a lot. Um, <laughs> that's a lot. I, it sounds yeah. like he, this, I'm going to be honest, sounds like you're letting someone else control your family to do yeah. whatever they want at your family events. Especially since he made the point to say that this brother-in-law's family didn't warm up to his daughter right away. Right. As a parent, if I'm going to bring my kids to a wedding, I think it's rude that they said that their their kids under the age of four didn't want to be left out of wedding photos. I think that's bogus. Yeah. So they lied instead of just saying, we didn't have childcare or I'm so sorry. It sounds like they were very deceitful in their RSVPs and knowing they were going to do it. And then they tried to brush it off by saying that's what their little kids wanted when that's not the case. So that's weird. Exactly. I think that enforcing a – in general, I think that people are doing this a lot more um like Mm -hmm. asking no kids and i think that it was very fair that she's just said kids over four are allowed um i i think that that's really nice that she's still inviting kids so not everybody has to get child care but i i think that just in general you should be able to feel comfortable to not invite kids to your wedding because it does take a lot of attention away from the wedding day but if that's if that's something that you enjoy if you enjoy being around your like family's kids and stuff like that then that's awesome like invite them but if you don't want them there it doesn't mean that you don't love them it's just you don't want kids running around the whole time yeah I agree I think I think the bride definitely has a right to be upset and her dad should have stood by her in that moment. Obviously, those pe- those people were being jerks for sure. Right. It sounds yes. like he just didn't want a scene at his daughter's wedding. Right. I don't think yeah. you're – like, it is what it is. They're already there. 
So he was definitely in the wrong. And I think he, it sounds like he was just trying to make the best out of a situation. Yes. Yeah. I can see that trying to smooth things over, but I, I still think that in that situation, you should stand by what your daughter wants. I agree. Well, this person was voted the jerk by 83%. So there you go. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think that's accurate? Um, I think he crossed the line when he made it the decision for her. I don't think anyone wants a dis- like being told what the decision is for them, especially on their wedding day. Yes. It sounds yeah. like dad got too involved in the drama and he shouldn't have. And the bride already kind of went above and beyond for her sister to even invite her sister's right. brother-in-law, which was really kind. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that they then were rude and kind of went around the rules on purpose, knowing what the rules were. That's kind of sad. They could have just said, no, we're not coming if we can't bring our kids. Right. Yeah, and I agree. Then at that point, dad could have had a conversation with the bride to try to make one exception. But I don't know. Right. Crazy stuff. This was fun, Jenna. Yes. This is fun. Okay, guys. Really, this was such a fun, different episode. I loved it. I hope you guys got a little bit of entertainment out of hearing these stories. But also, if you are planning, used kind of our feed feedback and input to help guide you, whether you're considering doing a kid-free wedding, whether you're navigating some tricky family dynamics, or even if you're just thinking about a dress code and the best way to go about doing it. Um, I definitely think we're going to be doing more of these in the future, Jenna. What do you think? Yes, it's so much fun. Cool. Well, we will continue to not read them so that way we can process it in real time with you guys listening in. Uh, But next week, we are completely switching gears and we're going to focus on planning for a marriage. So if you've listened to any of our other episodes, you know we feel that your relationship matters way more than the color of your linens at your wedding or what your bridesmaids are going to be wearing. So we're going to give this whole episode of focus on you guys and ways that you can keep that focus on building your relationship during this planning phase. Because we know it's a lot going on, a lot of moving pieces, and it can be stressful. So be sure to tune in. And if you have not already, please do go ahead and hit the follow or subscribe button so that we know you're listening in and we can talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, you can find us at Behind the Party Podcast on Instagram. We want to hear from you. DM us on Instagram or email behindthepartypodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait. See you next time.